Welcome back to the Make Account Podcast. I'm Marcus Meir, founder of Meir Group CPAs and the Total Control Accounting System. I'm Tyler Warner, small business owner with a lot of accounting questions. <laughs> I was about to say tax questions. Right, but no, ta- no accounting questions today. No, tax all questions. tax questions. Yeah, so today we're talking about how income taxes work, specifically for a married couple. Okay. So I want to walk through an example. I've got literally have my tax software up. Awesome. Isn't this amazing? Yeah. <laughs> what a world we live in. Um, we're going to walk through a sample situation. And then, because here's the, the, the background. All right. So many people are confused about how taxes work, which I get. Right. But specifically about like streams of income and paying taxes on them. Mm-hmm. And then how that also affects when they have a spouse. Okay. Okay. So what I want to do is I want to give some basic numbers here that I'm putting into the software. We're going to talk about the output and then we're going to talk about what it means. Like realistically, if you, Hey, like I, then let's say I got a bonus at work or let's say I inherited some money or let's kind of walk through some things. I want to give people some concepts because people get this wrong a lot and it affects them. Like in terms of like their expectations, because the worst thing in the tax world from a CPA perspective is your client expecting one thing, like I don't owe any money this year Mm -hmm. or I had all these deductions. So, man, my taxable income is going to be lower and then having to tell them "Mm, not so much. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So this is we're going to say a husband and wife. They both work. Okay. Okay. Husband makes 100 grand. Okay. W-2 wage earners. Wife makes 140. Nice. Okay. She's not just 101. Just no, 140. 140. She's crushing it. Nice. They got two kids. And I'm going to keep this very simple. Okay. They have, they have a mortgage. They pay 12 grand of mortgage interest. They pay 12 grand of state income tax, like withheld from their paychecks. And they give four grand to charity. Ooh. All right. I see where we're, I see the twist. <laughs> Do you? I think you've done this long enough. You kind of. I think so. Well, it's interesting that you chose 12, 12, and then added the four. Why is that interesting? Well, because 12 and 12 is 24, mm-hmm. which is our standard deduction. Close. It's close. But yes, and there's then, a reason I did this. And uh, the four grand of charity uh-huh. puts us in a quandary. <laughs> so and then, Yeah. And then I think, <laughs> obviously, they, you know, combined, they make $240,000 a year. Right. Which is a high tax bracket. Mm-hmm. And so they, uh, yeah, let's just, I'll let you, I'll let you, you tell. let me tease this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to spoil anything. <laughs> yeah, because you know, because you know the outcome. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, so another wrinkle. All right. The husband who made 100 grand withheld 18% in federal withholding. So simply stated, when he got his W-2 at the end of the year, it said he withheld 18,000. Okay. Okay. The wife who made 140 withheld 12%. Ooh. So that means at the end of the year, she got her W-2, she'd withheld 16800 Okay. All right. So let's walk through what the tax return looks like. All right. All right. So, like I said, made two forty together. Pretty simple. Their itemized deductions, mortgage interest of 12. The state taxes are 12, but they get limited to 10 because that's the limit. You've heard the SALT cap before. State and local tax, you can only deduct ten grand. That was put in the... Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, the Trump Tax Cuts, what they called. That was the bargaining chip for a lot of the, the blue states. So they're going to lower these rates where we don't want the millionaires to be able to deduct property taxes on their second home and that sort of thing. Oh, wow. Okay, so 10 grand. So 12 mortgage interest, 10 state tax, 4 grand charitable. 
So that's $26,000. The standard deduction for a married couple is $25,900. Ooh. Okay. So let's stop. You gave four grand to charity. Our first fork in the road. First fork in the road. Let's see how well you've, how yeah. good of a student you've been. <laughs> so, you, so total itemized deductions are twenty six grand, but the standard deduction is twenty five nine for a married couple. Mm-hmm. How much benefit did they get from the charitable? Uh, one grand. Hundred dollars. Oh, okay. The difference. Oh, you between, said twenty five nine. Yeah, twenty five nine. I was still thinking. Yeah. yeah okay. So first, first $100. thing I want to give people an example of. You think, oh, I gave some money to charity this year. Didn't really save you anything. Mm-hmm. In this example. So it helped somebody, yeah. but it didn't really but it help didn't. your taxes. But expectations-wise, again, while you want somebody to coach you on this or to mm-hmm. tell you, or, hey, I'm giving a bunch of money to charity, I think as a taxpayer this is going to really help me. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's take even further. Let's say your mortgage was ten grand. So ten grand state taxes, ten grand mortgage, four grand charitable. Now your charitable literally has done nothing. Because your itemized deductions are twenty four grand, and the standard deduction is twenty five nine, meaning you were going to get a twenty five thousand dollar, twenty five thousand nine hundred dollar deduction, regardless if you gave any money to charity. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's the first thing I want to bring up. Okay, two forty wages, twenty six thousand itemized taxable income is is uh two twenty four, two fourteen. Sorry, all right, two fourteen. Our tax is thirty nine thousand, thirty nine thousand thirty one dollars. And we withheld thirty four eight. So let me back up. I said they had two kids. Scratch that because I didn't put them in the software. Oof. I know. Okay. We just mixed the Little kids. Little Johnny and Susie. Are... <laughs> yeah. They're done. Yeah. Uh, maybe let's let's assume they're in. Uh, they've graduated college. They're off the yeah. payroll. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. So they owe forty two hundred forty six bucks. Point here. They have a fifteen dollar estimated tax penalty. All right. So let's let's rewind. All right. Yep. So they owe how much in taxes? Forty-two, forty-six. Like, and what's they, the to- let's let's walk through the terms. Total tax is thirty-nine thousand thirty-one dollars. Okay, and they've they, already paid thirty-four eight through withholding from like. So, to, so let's just set the terms. We have taxable income of two fourteen. We have total tax thirty-nine thirty-one. We had total tax payments, which for them is withholding thirty-four thousand eight hundred. All told, they owe forty-two forty-six. Okay. Okay. So, here's one thing I wanted to mention. I'm going to go and look at here. So, you'll hear people say, you'll hear people talk about income tax brackets a lot. But one thing you should be you should be thinking is what is my effective tax rate? Because just to give a little backdrop, when you when you pay income taxes, you get to pay them at graduated rates, right? You move through the income tax brackets. What that means is, you pay some income tax at ten percent, some at twelve, some at twenty two, some at twenty four. And a common misconception people think they say is, I'm in the twenty four percent tax bracket, therefore all my income is taxed at twenty four percent. So I can tell you this particular client, who is in the twenty four percent income tax bracket, their Effective tax rate is 18%. So that's making the point that they've paid taxes at lower rates for it to average out to be 18%. Otherwise, it'd be 24, right? We would say, take your taxable income, multiply it by 24%, there's your tax. But that's not how it works. The rates work like this. For a married couple, first $20,550 is taxed at 10%. I'm going to round here. Mm-hmm. The next roughly 60000 is taxed at twelve. Then the next looks like about almost $195,000 is taxed at 
then the next, and they get this is where they come in the twenty four percent bracket. Then there's a big big bracket of about one forty plus one twenty two. What's that? Uh, two six. That would be. 140 plus 22, about 166,000 taxed at 24. That's the most that can be taxed mm-hmm. at 24%. So my point is, your marginal income tax rate is just the is just the tax you'd pay on the next dollar. Right. So right for this couple, they are firmly in the 24% bracket. Their income was 214 taxable. The the 24% bracket starts at 178,000 of taxable income and ends at 340. So for them, mm-hmm. they've got a while every dollar they add. Mm-hmm. would be at 24%. But the whole thing is 18%. Why? Because you get the benefits of the smaller rates. You get to mm-hmm. work through them. Okay. Here's kind of what I wanted to show you. So I'm going to go back to my little, little deal here. And so your software just runs that, like you yeah. just type in the total, it gives you, it breaks mm-hmm. all that down and then gives you the effective Correct. tax rate. I mean, but you and but I either can... way, you're seeing... The yeah. total. We could we could go. I mean, and there's obviously a million caveats to this. If you had capital gains, which I didn't throw in, and qualified dividends, but mm-hmm. I could go do this by hand, and the total would be that number rounded. Mm-hmm. That'd be the thirty nine thousand thirty one dollars. So, <clears throat> this is what I also hear from people. So, I would presume in this example, both taxpayers think they've probably paid their taxes, mm-hmm. right? Sure, it was withheld from them. But you and I both know. They owe $4,200. How is that? Well, it's because if you think about it, the taxes were an 18% effective rate. The husband withheld at an 18% rate. So you could say he effectively paid the taxes on his income, mm-hmm. but the wife didn't. Her taxes were withheld at a 12% rate. So there's kind of your, your and gap. And she made more. And she made more. So it's even exacerbated. Mm-hmm. So now we've got a hundred forty grand of taxable of income that has a 6% deficit on it. So if you just did the math, 140 times 6%, it's probably 4,200 bucks. That's where the, Mm -hmm. but my point in saying this is people think when they get their W-2s that the taxes are paid. It just goes into the pot to determine taxable income to apply the tax rates. And then they say, okay, after we've applied the tax rates, here's your total tax. What'd you pay in Mm -hmm. from both of you? Mm -hmm. Let me give you another example. Let's say um, husband got a big bonus. And he continues to withhold at 18%. Would that add or reduce the amount they currently owe? So if we just, let's say, let's say he got a hundred, not a hundred. I'll make the math easy. A $10,000 bonus. And he withheld 1800 bucks. Is that going to add or subtract from the amount they owe right now? Well, it would subtract. It would add. Because they're in the 24% bracket. So every dollar of mar- of income they add is taxed at 24%. Oh, so I in that example, thinking, it owes 600 bucks. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, okay. So again, the reason I'm telling you that is because yeah. you've got to understand. I failed most of these. You do. That's okay. But that's why we have you. <laughs> and you keep asking. You, yeah, that's fine. That's why we have you. <laughs> My point is, that's why you need to know two things. Effective tax rate tells you kind of how you're doing. But marginal tax rate tells you for the what ifs. Hmm. What if we make $100,000 in this business deal? What if we pull $20,000 out of an IRA? What if I get a $20,000 bonus? It's the marginal dollars. Because I see this all the time. I'll give you another example. And I hear people they literally say this. Well, I inherited an IRA and I took a withdrawal from it. 
I took 50000 But the IRA custodian, think Fidelity, Schwab, John Hancock, mm-hmm. they withheld money from me. I already paid my taxes on that. I've heard that term before. Let's walk through the scenario. Say it was 50000 bucks, and you withheld 20%. That's ten grand, right? It should be at 24%. What's 24%? 12 grand on 50? Dude. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Just double it. It'd be 24000 yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So if you think, if you in your mind come to your CPA and say, and he goes, oh, I noticed you took some money out of IRA. Oh, but don't worry about that. They withheld the tax. I already paid the taxes mm-hmm. on that. How do you know you've paid the taxes on it? You've had money withheld from it, mm-hmm. but that doesn't necessarily cover your tax bill because why? You don't know what your tax bill is because you haven't factored in all the factors. Mm-hmm. What'd your husband make or what'd your wife make? What did they withhold? What did yeah. you withhold? So I want to yeah. give people that I hear that term a lot. And in that example, you'd owe two grand. You have no clue. Yeah, I think the, the simple thing to understand is that, like you said, you're just putting money in the tax pot. That's a good point. But you don't know anytime somebody withholds anything, whether it's your employer or your IRA custodian yep. or whatever, um, like that's just money in the tax pot. And you don't know what the the how big the pot is until you get what, all the, the ingredients, all the ingredients, <laughs> oh, all the ingredients. I was going to bail from the, uh, the analogy. <laughs> no, I, that. I, was, I, was, yeah. I was following but, you. I was going to use the actual term. Is it adjusted gross income? Correct. So until you know, and that's what you're trying to figure out. And is, then taxable income, which so adjusted gross income would be all your income and deductions, not including the standard or itemized. Okay. You get to adjusted gross income, then you take the greater of standard or itemized yeah. as taxable. So that's that's what you're saying. Correct. Is like, okay, yes, you put money in the pot, but you don't know the final you know, dimensions Correct. of the pot. That's yet. right. So, yeah, because it, and I, what I want to try to get, articulate, and maybe I don't. And I don't, that's the tough part, I would say, because yeah. like there's a there's like, well, I think the pot's this big, and I it's over. I've overflowed it with tax money, of course. And you're like, I don't know, but we got to figure it out. And then yeah, it could absolutely. be good, it could be bad. You just have to do that work. Well, how about this? How about you have a, a husband or a wife who you don't realize is under withholding. So you're like, yeah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I paid. A, I withheld at a high rate. Yeah. But as a couple, you didn't. Right. And how do you know that? Well, you don't know that until you put it all together. To your point, till you get the pot, like everything, you get what the income is on a at a couple level. Mm-hmm. And so, what I want people to just realize is, it's taxes aren't in a vacuum. Like a, a, a one transaction, the IRA is a good one because it's like a one-time thing, right? Like, like mm-hmm. I got an IRA and I withdrew money from it. And we're not even talking about the early withdrawal penalty, like that notwithstanding. Very simple example. But what I want you to leave this conversation with is, did you pay your taxes? Maybe. It's not a, that thing had a carried a tax burden and it's paid. Mm-hmm. It's that thing is taxable income and they withheld from me that contributes to my tax payments at the end of the year. To your points, perfect mm-hmm. point. It just went in the pot of all my taxable income and all my payments. Mm-hmm. And so I hear that term a lot and then people start to they just... And then what I want also people to get is, if you want to not be surprised, I think I said that right. If you don't want to be surprised, what did I say? If you want to not be surprised, yeah. I don't know. If you don't want to be surprised, mm-hmm. you need to have somebody that can take in all those things, all those pieces into consideration. Otherwise, you're you're short sighted. If I just tell you, yes, you should withhold twenty four percent, because that's your marginal rate. 
What I'm not considering is what your spouse did or didn't do. So you may think, oh, I'm good. They told me 24%. I'm good. I didn't even have to tell him about the rest of the game. But the rest of the game factors into this. Mm -hmm. So I just want people to get that idea of like, hey, you know, and kind of like I told you a minute ago, if you did a 50000 and you only withheld twenty percent and it, your 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 margin rate's 24 you don't even know you have a $2,000 deficit. Mm-hmm. So you need somebody to put those pieces together, run a calculation, kind of show you how it works. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's a, I mean, that's a, I think it brought some clarity there, yeah. you know? Yeah. I'm looking, I'm kind of looking at my notes, but that was the things I want to talk about. Effective rates. So people just get an idea of like, mm-hmm. no. Oh, another thing, another kind of myth to dispel. Let's just say this couple was close to the 32% bracket, which I think was at around 340. Let's just say, because I hear this too. I know you've heard this. Hey, should I make a little bit more money? Like, I have a chance that my, my, my employer will pay me this bonus, but I can tell them to pay it on January 3rd because it won't put me in another tax bracket. And while I understand what they're saying, they're thinking this now makes every dollar I've earned mm-hmm. taxed at 32%. Yeah. And it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It just makes, in that example, if that made your taxable income go to 350, yeah. it puts that 10 grand, the amount over the 340 yeah. at 32%. Well, and you could potentially be creating a scenario that's worse, right? Because Correct. then next year, you'd have two bonuses in Correct. the same year, which would, yeah. would actually be taxed yeah. higher, right? Yeah. That's a great point because this year you could say, well, only 10 grand is going to be at 35% or yeah. 32. Yeah, but and next, next year, year it might be 20, 50, yeah, or 60. Whatever. Yeah, but again, back to the point of what if you had a tax advisor who could just tell you that, who could be like, ooh, I don't know mm-hmm. that's a great move. First of all, let me tell you where your thinking's not right. Not every dollar's taxed at 32%, just this little small excess. Yeah. All right. I'm going to, before that, I think we've made that clear. I'm going to, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions just about the future of accounting. And, uh, because this is where my mind goes. Every time I hear things like that, this is what I'm stuck with. Yep. It seems like it's all math and information and those things are increasingly coming together. Like we talk about all the time, like. But there still seems to be a gap of like, well, it's like, okay, zero and all these yeah. all these software pieces, like we just talked about no code and how sophisticated right. and triggers everything and all these actions and stuff. Um, but yet we still come back to like, well, if you have a CPA who knows all this information, right. then they can figure it out. I'm glad you're asking this, by the where, way. Where are we going with like, because in my mind, it seems like, I mean, big cloud pictures, right. like man, it seems like software can know that. And with the right variables, you. yes. With the right variables, yes. Do I, you see that do you see that gap closing? I do. I think I'm gonna take a different approach to it. I okay. think it's closing on a you've asked this question before, which I think is a really good question. You probably don't remember this. I want you as a, if I'm a business owner, mm-hmm. I need you to tell me of every dollar of revenue I make, how much is that ultimately gonna cost right. me tax? That I think is a really good question. I think that's going to get answered again. Hard to say because how does the software – there's lots of errors, but I do mm-hmm. think, and I'm not going to be like, how does the software know? It's going gonna, it's gonna to get better. But that is going to get answered over time through data. Yeah. If, if, if the software starts to see that for every dollar you make, you have, you have 20 cents of expenses, it's pretty easy. And that's been the case for the last seven mm-hmm. years. 
that's going to be in, in that calculation yeah. where they're going to say then Tyler okay then we then should say oh, you should withhold 12% of every dollar of sales put it away that's going to be mm-hmm. your tax liability yeah I mean I just it seems like that's the trajectory of things yeah. but I'm just wondering your perspective because like I see that in other software like just even like marketing technology like there's some sophisticated stuff of like hey we think you should run an ad like this or during this time even as simple as like mailchimp will say like hey send it during this time versus that time like where there's this right like forecast knowledge that is based on like your specific circumstances you know what i mean and it's like distilling all that information into a recommendation yeah and that's where i just feel like i haven't seen it's like you talk to an accountant, it's like, yeah, you've got the software, you plug it in. Right. You know what I mean? And then there's like personal tools like Zero and, right. and things, but there's not a... Nothing I know, but I mean, I, I don't think it'd be far-fetched down the road. I mean, just yesterday, I think it was, or two days ago, you know, when ChatGPT4 came out, mm-hmm. one of the things they did was they... They fed it data and it told them what their taxable income would be. Yeah. Like, so that's happening. So there we are. Oh, yeah. yeah. Chat GPT basically, and it was to the penny right. It was, they made 120 grand. Basically, what I did, they withheld 20,000. What's their taxable income? What do they owe? Bam. Done. And it was right. Well, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. So to answer your question, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's going to come. It's going to be sophisticated. I do think. Like lots of CPA firms, like the real super progressive ones are already plugging chat GPT into their tech stack in terms of how they respond to emails, like mm-hmm. knowledge based kind of questions like, hey, chat GPT responded to this email with a you know positive tone. And it's like, you know, like they're doing that kind of stuff already. They're going to start yeah. another prompt I saw a guy did. He said, hey, client has these 30 transactions with these vendors. We don't know what they're for. Run these vendors. Tell me what they're category B. It was like office supplies and janitorial and like yeah. it knew just for a quick Google search. So yes, I think that stuff's happening. Um, that's going to happen. How it will work, I don't know, but you already see in the seeds of it. Yeah. Wow. All right. All right. Till next time then. Yeah. But, but until then, as always, go to Mirai Group, check out the other podcasts. There's a lot of helpful ones in there in the list that we've done. We're all like in the 70s now. Yeah, so, that's uh, a pretty good milestone, yeah. I will say. Yeah, lots of lots of good content. Yep. Um, and that's coming from us. Yeah. You know, <laughs> totally unbiased. <laughs> so check right. that out, Mirai Group. You can reach out to uh, the Mirai Group there as well. Until next time. All right, guys. See ya.